Chapter 9 The Grollers A clear blue sky shone above them. Raga and Bonke had to work together to push Muffin onto the sledge. There were animal pelts in the sledge. They used strips of Grandma's torn blanket to tie the pelts around themselves. I'm going to sew the blanket back together as soon as I get home, thought Bonky. She would wash it and sew it so it looked exactly as before. She would lay the blanket down on Grandma's chair so it would smell like Grandma again. But right now, Bonky thought Grandma would like the idea that they used her blanket as belts for the animal pelts so they wouldn't freeze. They shuffled forward on the leather soles they had gotten from Arbel. They ate rootberries Muffin had in his bag and melted snow in their hands for water. When they had started walking from the eastern post, Bonky had constantly been looking for the Grollers. But now she had almost forgotten them. Morning came, then night. Another morning came, then night again. Over and over again. During the nights, they huddled together on top of the sledge, under the pelts. Raga was lying on top of everyone, as her fur was so nice and warm. Occasionally, they glanced in the book to see if they could make out how far it was to the northern post. But all they found was the drawings of the Grollers and how they crushed the ice they walked upon. Askia was completely deserted and nearly silent. But sometimes Bonki could hear a squeaking hissing sound far away, like the high-pitched squeak from slowly letting air out of a balloon. The sound made the hair on her arm stand straight. They continued on. What is that? Raga nodded at something off to the left. Bonki squinted. She couldn't see anything. Don't look! Muffin stared intently forward from where he sat on the sledge. Yes, it could be the northern post! Raga started pulling the sledge a little to the left. No! Muffin shouted quietly. That way is west. The northern post is north, and north is straight ahead. But what is that? Raga continued curiously. Bonky could also see it now. There were five tiny figures. Oh, it's little animals. They're so cute. Bonky was so relieved that it wasn't a bunch of grollers. She was even somewhat happy to see someone other than Raga and Muffin. The tiny figures didn't seem to fit in here in Askia. Here everything was white and grey, but the five figures were full of colours. Bonky found it hard to take her eyes from them. Don't look at them! Muffin's decisive voice was back, and he stood up from the sledge. Why not? Bonky wondered. It's the Grollers! Go! Muffin was off the sledge now, pulled the string out of Raga's mouth and steered them back north. Go! Raga and Bonky started moving fast. The cold air felt like ice in their throats when they shuffled forward and their heavy breath hung in the air like smoke. But aren't Grollers supposed to be big? Bonky could feel the tears were close now, which made it hard to talk. 
No, first they are small, then they become big. You cannot look at them because then they grow. If you don't look at them, they stay small. Muffin sped up. Quickly, without thinking, Bonky turned her head to the west to see if the growlers were still there. Don't look, I tell you, Muffin shouted. They're getting closer, Bonky whispered with panic in her throat. She saw them more clearly now. Their eyes were fixed on Bonky, Raga and Muffin. The squeaking noise was back. All of a sudden, Muffin skidded to an abrupt halt. What are you doing? Raga was hopping stressfully all over the place. Muffin sat down. Bonky's tears ran. What is he doing? What is happening? The ice was going to break. They were going to fall. Bonky, in your world, what do you like to eat? What? Bonky looked at Muffin. What did he mean? She searched her thoughts. What did she normally eat? Her head spun and her thoughts crashed together and she couldn't think of anything that had to do with food. Now that you have tasted root braid jam, you'll think everything else is super gross. Raga hopped, happier hopping now. Bonky kept searching her mind. Maybe I'd like to eat muffins. Bonky thought of Mama's muffins and how the whole kitchen smelled like chocolate. The whole house. As soon as you walked into the hall, you knew Mama was baking muffins. <laughs> muffins! Raga was wheezing with laughter. Muffin! Bonky's going to eat you! No! Bonky interrupted. Muffin is a type of pastry, like a roll, but fluffier and with sugar. Muffin stood up again, took hold of the sledge string and continued walking. Bonky still sat on the ice, very confused. Raga kept laughing. Muffin whispered to them but didn't turn around. They are gone now. Look straight ahead and walk. Let's move. Bonky stood back up. Do you always eat those muffins? Muffin asked. And now Bonky understood. When they didn't think about the growlers, they were small. But when they thought about them and looked at them, they grew. You couldn't run away from growlers. You had to think of something else. No, Bonky answered. Mostly I eat porridge. Bonky, Raga and Muffin continued to shuffle on towards the northern post. But not like before. They shuffled faster now. They just wanted to get there. The nights and days went by. Then one morning, a deafening, squeaking, hissing sound woke them. Bonky's heart pounded hard and loud in her chest. She shot up and looked around anxiously. Raga ran around Bonky and the sledge with her paws over her ears. It's so loud! It's my fault! I dreamt about them! Bonky shouted through the noise. Muffin stood still as a statue frozen from fear, as he stared at the growlers who now was surrounding them. The growlers looked like when you blow up a balloon until it's ready to burst. Enormous balloons. The growlers swelled, upwards, to the sides, over the sledge. The sledge broke from the weight of one of the huge growing growlers.
Bonky ran to one side, Muffin the opposite way. Raga jumped up on top of the Red Grawler's large foot, which almost exploded when Raga touched it. Don't touch them! Don't ever touch them! If you touch them, they grow even faster! Muffin was screaming. The ice started to split, the cracks racing under Bonky's feet. Run! Bonky started running. Raga ran past her, dragging Muffin with her mouth. They ran the fastest they could. They ran until they couldn't see any cracks in the ice any longer. They ran until their legs were so tired that they almost gave out. Welcome to the Northern Post. Abel? Bonky rubbed her eyes. The loud squeaking noise made it hard to hear what Abel said. You can't run from Grollis. Bonky knew that now. I understand that you are looking for the rockiest mountains with the darkest valleys. We are? Raga looked perplexed. You want to free your friend? The three friends nodded frantically. Hurry up, thought Bonky. She glanced behind her to see if the Grollis were near. Then you must answer Askia's question. Yes, 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 Raga shouted. Abel opened his mouth to continue, but froze without warning. Suddenly, Abel's body quickly folded into a cube and shut down. Weren't he supposed to shut down only when his assignment was done? Raga roared over the ear-splitting, squeaky, hissing noise. Now they saw. The Grollis flew over the ice towards them. Muffin grabbed hold of Abel's shoulders and shook him hard, but he was as still as a statue. Your question! Ask Askia's question! The Grollis grew, shooting in their direction. The ice starting to crack from the increasing weight. Bonky tried to think of anything else rather than the terrifying Grollis. But it was impossible. The Grollis' eyes bulged out from their enormous bodies, fixated on the three friends. They didn't run anymore. Their legs were barely holding them up. Bonky looked down on the now almost transparent ice. Just a few meters below, she could see a rocky black mountaintop. The world beneath her wasn't forest and greenery anymore, but only darkness and deep valleys surrounded by high, shadowy mountaintops. The crack was completely silent when it split the ice under her. Perfectly quiet, it crept under her feet and shattered the ice into a thousand pieces before Bonky had a chance to move. She had nowhere to go, nothing or no one to hold on to. Her arms reached out, but her body fell. She saw the ceiling of ice above her. She saw Raga and Muffin screaming, lying on their stomachs over the hole where the ice gave away. Bonky fell into the abyss.